Hi guys, welcome to the Positivity and Mindset Podcast with me, Lauren Bowson. We are going to be talking all things mindset, life issues and general chat about life. I hope that this podcast will make you smile, learn something new and be motivated towards change. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of the Positivity and Mindset Podcast with me, Lauren Valsin. So I hope everyone is having a lovely day today. I'm having a great day. I'm sitting in my room, sun is shining. Kieran started a new job today, so I am feeling pretty positive. So that is good. Um, So I hope that in episode eight, you got to know me a bit better and find out a bit more about my personal story. Um, In this episode, I will be talking about how we can block negativity from our lives, which is just a great thing to be able to do. Now, it is so easy for me to say to somebody, just be positive and everything will be fine. Um, You know, I may be able to get someone into that good, motivational and positive mood and off they go thinking that everything will be fine. But that's just not true. It's just not realistic. Something will happen eventually that may knock that positivity straight out of them. That feeling of positivity will just not last forever. And, you know, a lot of my clients say, Oh, Lauren, I was feeling so good and positive after my session with you and I felt great and then this happened and it ruined my whole day. And the truth of the matter is that negative events and negative things will happen and no one can stop that. This world has so much negativity in it all of the time that it is almost impossible to avoid it. Now, it's natural and it's normal to feel negative at times. It's normal to be affected by something that you see or hear or by someone else doing something that affects you. And I really want to make that clear because a lot of my clients often feel ashamed and guilty when they fall into the trap of negativity. But it's normal. We're human. We're supposed to feel like this. Our lives are supposed to be positive and negative, up and down like that all of the time. You know, but when we fall into this negativity or when, you know, negative feelings do arise, they can be easily dealt with. And I'm hoping that this episode can give you some tricks and tips for blocking that negativity and dealing with it quickly and properly so that it doesn't affect the rest of your day. Now, the first thing that I'm going to say is that we need to remember that we are constantly manifesting. So whether that's positive or negative. So every time we're feeling good, we are manifesting good things without even knowing about it. And every time we're feeling bad, we are manifesting bad things, again, without even knowing about it. (laughs) So logically, it would make sense to ensure that you are feeling good the majority of the time. I mean, if you could choose, I'm sure that everyone would choose to feel positive all of the time. So with this in mind, when you do find yourself falling into that negativity, Your best solution is to get out of that as quickly as you can. The quicker you can get out of the negativity, the quicker you will be to manifesting good things once again into your life. So now you can imagine if someone was to be thinking and feeling negative the majority of the time, then they will manifest negative experiences into their life, which will bring on more feelings of negativity, leading to more negative events, and so on and so on. And a lot of the time, people get stuck in this almost hamster wheel of negativity. And once you're in that, it is so hard to see a way out. But there is always a way out. And it's not as difficult as you may think. 
So the first thing that you need to do is acknowledge the negativity. Acknowledge that you're feeling bad. Sometimes there's an obvious reason, such as you missed your bus or your train to work. Maybe you just had um, an argument with your partner. Um, possibly, you know, your maybe your parents or your siblings have bothered you. Someone has treated you unfairly or unjustly. Or even something you've seen or heard on the TV that has just saddened you and made you feel a bit down. Um, sometimes there is no reason at all. Or it feels as if there's no reason at all. Sometimes you can just wake up and feel negative and you're not even sure why. I mean, it could have been a bad dream. It could have been maybe negative thoughts or events from the night before or anything, to be honest. But the important thing is just to acknowledge that you are feeling bad. And if you can, the reason for it. And you're allowed to feel that emotion. You know, you're allowed to feel that sadness, feel that anger, the hurt, the pain or whatever it is. Allow yourself to feel that, but only for a small amount of time. The reason I say this is because sometimes people suppress their emotions, especially the negative ones. They just push them down, tuck them away as if they didn't happen. And although this may work for the short term, in the long term, this could lead to a massive negative emotion overload. So as we know, emotions come and go. You know, we feel sad and then we feel happy, then we feel angry, then we feel guilty or whatever. They come and go. So we need to let these emotions run through us. So the first thing is acknowledge the negativity, possibly the reason and where it came from and allow ourselves to feel that for about a minute. Another reason for doing this is that it allows you to learn from your mistake. That's why I mentioned about finding the reason for your feelings. So you're essentially telling your brain that you don't want to feel like this. So you will actively avoid feeling like this in the future. As an example, um, let's imagine that my partner gets home from work. Maybe I ask him some questions about bills and dinner that I've been waiting to ask him all day. And he snaps at me. You know, he shouts at me and this leads to an argument. So I feel angry and, you know, because I'm obviously annoyed that he just shouted at me. I maybe don't really understand why. So I acknowledge that anger and, you know, why I feel angry because he snapped at me. And the truth of the matter is that maybe my partner snapped at me because he just got back from work and I've bombarded him with a hundred questions. So it all kind of makes sense when you think of it like that. And now I've learned not to do that again. So next time when he comes home from work, I'll remember, okay, last time when I asked him all those questions, he snapped at me. So this time I'm going to let him come in, let him relax, let him chill for a bit. And then maybe over dinner, I'll ask him the questions or maybe later on, you know, so you learn from these things. So the next thing that you need to do um, when you feel this negative emotion, you've, you've let yourself feel the emotion for a little while. And the next thing that you would need to do is calm down. So calm down and put the situation into perspective. So is this situation or person worth me losing out on positive manifestation time? Because for the whole time that you are sitting in that negativity, you are negatively manifesting. So is missing that bus really worth manifesting more negative things? Are you going to allow the actions of other people to affect what you are manifesting into your life, not theirs, by the way? 
And are you going to allow situations that you watch on TV or the news control what comes up in your life? Once you can get yourself into that mindset, you realise that there's nothing that's worth ruining your own well-being for. Most of the events that are going to make you feel negative are external events that are completely out of your control. And as soon as you can see them as just that, external events that are out of your control, that you will not allow to ruin your well-being and your reality, then that's how you can start blocking them. Now this is a lot easier said than done. It takes some practice. But every time you feel negative, take a moment to calm yourself down and try to put the situation into perspective. The third thing that you can do is to think about the best case scenario. What do you want to happen out of this event or situation? And what is it to say that that won't happen? For example, let's keep it simple and take the missing your bus situation. So you've missed your bus and you feel angry. Maybe you're angry at yourself for not leaving on time. Maybe you're angry at your parents or your partner for distracting you on your way out of the door. You know, whatever the emotion and reason. Um, But in this case, you're feeling angry. So you acknowledge that anger for a minute or so and then you let it go. Now let's put it into perspective. You've missed your bus, you've expressed your your anger about it, um, and now you've learned what you need to do in order to not be in that situation again. So you've learned something new. Maybe you've learned to leave earlier. Maybe you've learned to ignore your parents or partner when they're talking to you when you're trying to leave. The, when you're trying to leave, you know you've learned something new, and that's a good thing. So now you're probably feeling a bit better. So now, what is the best case scenario now that this has happened? So the best case scenario, I would say, is that another bus comes in maybe the next three minutes and it's completely empty. So start thinking about how that would feel. What would that mean? Does that mean that you won't be late? Does it allow you to travel in comfort because you're not on a busy bus? And that's it. Your mind will be shifted to positive. You'll start manifesting positively again. And I wouldn't even be surprised if that empty bus turned up as soon as you're done. So another example, just so you can really understand uh, the process of when you're feeling negative and you can really understand what I'm saying. So let's say that something in your car breaks. Any car owner will know just how annoying this is and how much of an inconvenience this is. It's like once you get a car, you just seem to forget that there's other transport methods. And once your car breaks, it's like the end of the world and you forget that you have legs and that you can walk. You forget that you can get a bus or a train. And the thought of getting a bus or a train or walking somewhere when you were used to drive, it's just so annoying because it's so much longer, so much more effort and you know, it's not good. So this is a very inconvenient thing. So let's say your car breaks. So you now need to get your car to a garage. Um, It may cost you money that maybe you don't have right now to get it fixed. And you need your car for transport to work. So it's really put you in an annoying situation. So you're feeling frustrated and annoyed. So acknowledge the emotions and feel them. Of course, if your car is is, um, broken or something in your car is damaged, of course you're going to feel frustrated. Of course you're going to feel annoyed. Let yourself feel those emotions. Feel them and then let's put it into perspective. So this is an external event that has happened which is out of your control. That's all this is. Maybe you've learned something such as the importance of your car or um, and how much you actually rely on it. Maybe you've learned to get your car checked more often to ensure that no more, you know, um, unwanted surprises 
come up. Maybe you're not sure what you've learned yet, and that's absolutely fine because sometimes the answer comes a bit later. So now that you've done that, next step, what is the best case scenario? So the best case scenario is, that is I guess, that you take your car to the garage. Uh, the issue isn't actually too bad, and you pay less than you expected, and your car is um, back with you in no time at all. So what would this feel like? What would it mean for you? And right there, your mindset will be shifted back to positive, therefore positively manifesting. It is much easier to deal with a situation in a positive mindset than in a negative one, which is why before you even attempt to fix a situation, you need to ensure that your mindset, mind, mind, mindset, mind, mindset has shifted. <laughs> you need to ensure that your mindset has shifted before you approach the problem. So this example actually happened to me earlier this year. I remember my car broke and I was so frustrated, so annoyed. I had work for the rest of the week where I usually would drive to work. So I'd have to get the bus to work. And I had an event in London and uh, plans in London, uh, which I was going to drive to, which I then ended up having to get the coach and trains and etc. to get to. And it took hours. I think I even had work in London. I had to leave at like 6am or something ridiculous, 5am to actually get to work on time in London, where usually I would just drive. And I was feeling so frustrated. I was like, oh my God, the, the drive to my work in Oxford is an is 20 minutes, but to get the bus is an hour. So that's, for me, it was a massive inconvenience. Um, so I was really frustrated. And then I just thought, you know what, Lauren? No this thing has happened, your car's broken, that's what happens, it's an external thing, it wasn't your fault, uh, maybe it was a bit my fault, didn't really check the water properly, but, um, you know, it happened, there's nothing I can do about it now, all I can do is shift my mindset to positive, believe that it will be sorted in no time at all, believe that it will be sorted for not a lot of money either, and believe that everything will be fine, and funnily enough, during that week, I got the bus to work, and getting that bus to work was the best thing I've ever done because I had so much more time because usually I would go to uni, come back home, do some uni work, get ready for work, jump in my car, go to work, 10, uh, 20 minute drive to work, do my job, get back in my car, drive home, eat dinner, go to bed and that was my day. But now that I had that hour, 45 minute bus journey, I actually had time to listen to music, listen to podcasts, call my best friend and speak to her for an hour, call my dad and speak to him for an hour. I actually had time to do all of these things and my day wasn't so rushed just because I had that hour journey on the bus. The bus is completely free because it's the uni bus anyway. The journey is, it's long, but it's literally from my house. The bus stop is near, it's literally outside my house and then the bus stops pretty much outside my work. So it's not like it's a really difficult journey. And I had so much time to do all of this extra extra things. And when I went to London for that event, I didn't have my car. Usually I'd be driving around. I had to get the trains and buses and stuff. But I was also able to convince my cousin to pick me up from places, which meant I got to spend time with him as well. So that was actually a really positive thing. And about the car, the car got fixed within within the week for much cheaper than we expected. The problem wasn't as bad as we thought it could be. So that was really, really good. And I had my car back in no time and it was fine. And that really just shows that if you... Imagine if I was just negative for that whole week, feeling bad about my car, feeling sorry for myself, manifesting negative things for that week. It was the same result except for that I was 
positively manifesting that week instead of negatively manifesting. So it all comes down to your mindset and you probably will realise that you actually have an all right time. It's absolutely fine. It's usually absolutely fine. So those are the three main things that I do when I'm feeling negative and want to shift my mindset back to positive. And that's acknowledging the negativity, putting it into perspective and thinking of the best case scenario. So I've given some examples of when it's clearly something you did or when it's an external event that you can't control. But either way, the same principle applies. However, there are some difficulties that people have with this method of dealing with negativity. So, for example, when the negativity is caused by someone else's behaviour. So when this happens, I think that people really struggle to put into perspective, uh, put the situation into perspective. When you're in that emotion, it's a struggle to understand why on earth that person said what they said, or why on earth that person thought it would be appropriate to do what they did. Um, And when I personally feel negative from something that someone else has done or said, I like to bring it back to myself and ask, why has that made me feel so negative? Because it all comes back to you. You decide how you feel. For example, um, I had a client of mine say that um, they, a friend of theirs had snapped at them and basically implied that they were not intelligent and that they were dumb. And, you know... They, that person, their their friend of theirs hadn't actually said that they were dumb or not intelligent or anything like that. But that was the, that was what um, my client had kind of assumed that they were getting at. But they never actually mentioned it. So that tells me that that client actually has beliefs and feelings that they are dumb, that they're inadequate. And that's the only reason why they could have possibly come up with that. Because, and that person was just just snapped for no reason for just any reason but it's what you take the situation as um that tells you about it so it's why you need to come in and ask yourself why has that made you especially feel so negative um so you know it's really difficult because you're so in this situation The best thing you can do is remember that you cannot control anyone but yourself. You want to make sure that you are responding to this person and their negativity rather than reacting. Reacting is an uncontrolled expression of your thoughts and feelings. Responding is a controlled expression of your thoughts and feelings. So always respond and never react. For example, my mum may start nagging at me for not cleaning up after myself. For me, I'm annoyed because she can clearly see that I'm busy. I've already told her that I'm not that I'm going to do it later, and I just don't understand why she feels the need to come over and purposely annoy me right now. Now, whatever next comes out of my mouth is completely down to me and my responsibility. If I choose to react, I will most likely come out with something like Oh my god, mum, why are you so annoying? I told you I'm going to do it later. Blah, 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 blah. Leading leading to a big argument. And yes, you guessed it. More negative feelings. If I choose to respond, I might come out with something like, Yes, mum, I'm going to do it later. I'm just dealing with this right now. Thank you for your concern. And I've done this before. No word of a lie. And you will not be nagged at again. If you respond like that, and of course, ensure that you follow up your end of the bargain and clean up after yourself as well. 
But can you see how by choosing to respond rather than react, I've kept the feelings positive, kept my positive manifestation going, and just stopped causing any conflict, stopped the conflict right there, stopped it in its tracks. And there are so many examples in just normal life where we are put in this situation where we have the choice to react or respond. And next time you find yourself in that situation, I want you just to think for a moment about what you choose to do and try it out, see if it works. For me, I always see negative events as as little tests, testing me on whether I can be bigger than my circumstances. I always find that if I pass the test, I am rewarded in some way or another. Like it's the weirdest thing. So I'll tell you what happened with Kieran. It was just last week. Um, was last week? Maybe two weeks ago. Don't remember. All days meshing into one. But I was basically angry that he wasn't cleaning up after himself. And he was angry that I was overworking and not spending time with him. And we ended up having a civilised discussion because we responded to each other rather than reacting you know we went to bed happy we woke up the next day and we went on a date night the next evening and he had done all of his jobs and the washing up um all before we left for date night and I just always kind of think to myself if I had decided to react to that situation then this date night wouldn't be happening right now you know this uh communication and this fun that we're having wouldn't be happening right now in the example with my mum Because I responded so well, she may decide to treat me later. Or she may even do my cleaning up for me because she can see that I'm busy and because I responded so well. If I'd reacted, she would have been like, I'm not doing that for her. She needs to do that right now because she's reacting against me and my mum would have tried to, you know, stand up for herself and things like this. If you respond, people are going to just treat you better and recognise that what you need, recognise your needs and, and help you with that. So it's so important to just try this out and see what appears for you afterwards. So to recap, we've got the first step, acknowledge the emotion. Feel the emotion and think about what you've learned. Step two, put the situation into perspective. If you find this bit difficult, I like to ask myself, am I about to die? Yes or no? Because that puts the situation into perspective pretty quickly. And step number three, What is the best case scenario? And daydream about it until you feel yourself again. Remember, don't attempt anything with a negative mindset. The first step is to shift the mindset and the second step is to fix the problem. So that's my little formula for combating negativity. I mean, there's so much more to discuss about this topic. So I am sure I'll be doing another episode on this soon. I know that this formula can work for anyone as long as you put your mind to it. I'd love to hear if this has worked for you. And as always, feedback is always welcome. You can find me on Instagram at l.v underscore coaching. And if you love this episode and know anyone that you think may need to hear this right now, then please share it with them. Share the positivity and feel free to share on your social media and tag me in it so that I know you're listening and loving the podcasts. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you in episode 10 where I will be interviewing another special guest. For more information on this type of topic, free events, inspiration and more, follow me on Instagram at l.v underscore coaching. That's l.v underscore coaching and on Facebook at lv coaching. Details are in the show notes.
If you have any questions, feedback, or just want to get in touch, email us at lvcoachingservices at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. 